And now it's time for Shooting the Shizak with the Rebel Starfleet, co-hosted by Dylan Brody. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Rebel Starbuck with you once again this week on Shooting the Shizat with Dylan Broda. Dylan, what's happening? Whoa, what is happening? I don't know. It's uh, It seems like uh, after the Royal Rumble, what the hell do you talk about now? Well, you talk about what's happening in the wrestling world, all the That's relevant true. topics, man. It's, it's jumping true. around. It, what was that band, hey, back in the, yeah. was it the 90s or what? Jump around, jump around, House of Pain? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah just, so just jump around, jump hey, around. I did this uh, festival once. Uh, this is totally off any topic that could possibly be, but um, it was the We Love 90s. And uh, I was providing some backline instruments for Vanilla Ice or... Um, what? Not to be confused with iced tea. Yeah, not. Or ice the, tray or... Yeah. Um, a couple uh, of the ices out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, but um, uh, he was a really nice guy, and he was his, his own sound guy, own manager, own everything. He's saving a lot of money. I guess he's got it. But anyway, uh, what what the heck is his name? Some Rick Van Winkle kind of name. I can't remember. But mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're out there, tell me what Vanilla Ice's name is, please, because... It's embarrassing not to know it. But, um, well, at least it's good he changed his name to Vanilla Ice. But it was, uh, it it had the, the dude who did the I Like to Move It, Move It song. Do you oh, remember that? Oh, Jumpin' Jim. Yeah, I don't know the name, but I know it the probably song. probably was named Jumpin' Jim. I don't know. But uh, the best part of it yeah. was that the whole set, he had like 45 minutes. He just, every, after every song that, that nobody knew, mm. he just teased. I like to move it, move it. And then the, put the mic to the crowd, and the crowd, move it. Yeah, yeah. And then he just went into a different song. How about that? <laughs> and that's my story for today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to Shooting the Shizat. We like to move it, move it, or something similar to that. Well, we got to move it, man. Otherwise, if you don't keep moving, you stagnate. When you stagnate, you die. But this week, we're going to be talking about... The women's wrestling revolution worldwide. Because the thing is, like right now, the female wrestling scene around the world is catching fire. And it's not just because of the WWE women's revolution. You sure it's not alone? It's not Stephanie McMahon? Is that what you're no, insinuating? No, it's, it's not the anti-divas movement, no. The, the one thing that though strikes me as funny with uh, a lot of the girls these days is that everybody wants to be like Tomb Raider Laura Croft. And nobody wants to be the sexy girl except for Scarlett Bordeaux. I was going to say. In TNA or Impact or whatever they want to call themselves nowadays. But the thing is that Scarlett stands out because she's the one girl who swims against the tide, man. She's that one fish, that one lone fish, and she wants to be the the bad girl, the the sexy girl, whatever, what have you, yeah. sex symbol. And she pulls it off rather well. Yeah, and they're really like... Uh like pushing it in your face uh, and all the puns intended. I, these uh, little vignettes that they're doing of her working out, eating a banana. and Oh, know, right. Yeah, the, yeah, the little, one. <laughs> the Danny DeVito lookalike <laughs> guy is just, you know, oodling all over and stuff. Oh, that was good, yeah. So, in other words, if you don't know what Dylan's talking about, you got to find it on YouTube or somewhere. Impact Wrestling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what you do is, well, anyway, so to cut it, you know, the, 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 short, the short and the sweet of it all is that uh, Scarlett... She's working out in the gym, and then she has her post-workout banana. (laughs) And instead of a shake, she has a banana. Of course. And she peels the banana, and uh, in one fell swoop, 
uh, deposits one half of it into her mouth and then, uh, you know, snaps it off. Good play-by-play. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, anyway, yeah, so that's uh, yeah. Uh, double entendre, as it healthy. were. She's yeah. a healthy eater, is that what you're saying? More or less, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, but anyway, so nonetheless, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the women's wrestling revolution and uh, all the different promising up-and-comers and, -comers and uh, the the bright names in the wrestling business in the women's division nowadays. By the way, Dylan, did you know that there's a new company? Do you, do you remember David McLean, who used to run Glow, the gorgeous mm. ladies of wrestling? And they made the TV series on Netflix based on that, right? Well, that's that's the information that I know. Well, David McLean has started up a new company after the success of Glow on Netflix. Mm. Do you know what his new company is called? I don't know. Could it wow. Be? Wow. That's, Woman yeah, of Wrestling. That's him, eh? I yeah, know. and they don't call the girls wrestlers. You know what they call them? Superheroes. Whoa. That's right. right. Sure. All the girls are superheroes. Why not? And uh, yeah, it's 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 really interesting because they got a lot of really good-looking girls there, and they really market that aspect of it, like that they have some of the girls which are like absolutely gorgeous, yeah, and some of them which are like you know, of course, they got one called the Beast and whatnot, which mm. you know, and they, you have to have that, yeah. Uh, then they have Tessa Blanchard. Okay, yeah, she's there too. She's there too, man, all over the place. Yeah, and Santana Garrett, she's mm. there. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. They, I think Rob Van Dam's wife is there. Okay. Mm -hmm. hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, it is in that way. I think that Glow, that TV show, did actually put some kind of glowing spotlight on uh, on wrestling in a whole. But then, of course, like zeroed in on women's wrestling. Yeah, it wasn't. They didn't put the spotlight on wrestling. It was like it was just. It was a show. I mean, but the things those girls, you you couldn't believe that to be credible wrestling to save your life. I mean, it's not that part, but yeah. I th I think um, at least from an outsider's perspective, um, you know, I showed, I tried to get my wife to watch that glow, <laughs> <laughs> trying to give some. Okay, if you like this, maybe we should watch some New Japan Pro Wrestling. But um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a jump in a half. Well, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, there was in the background, uh, you know, Christopher Daniels did some, like, um, things in there. And there was a bunch of um, actual wrestlers doing cameos and things. And mm -hmm. I think that there was, at least it, it gave you a tiny bit of a, um, it cracked that door open that if you, that if you wanted to get in there, it, I think it might have acted as a slight gateway, mm -hmm. you know, not not that it depicted what, pro wrestling was mm -hmm. but uh, it at least put some form of what looked like wrestling on a mainstream television show that is true that is true i remember they used to have this one girl i forget what her first name so to speak was on the uh, the glow series back in the 80s but her, her tag was the terrorist all right and she was hot. Why not? Oh, she was hot. <laughs> Terrorize your bedroom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, yeah, so we, we're talking about the women's wrestling revolution today, and we've got a guest with us, and uh, she's going to be coming to Helsinki on March 22nd Awesome for Slam Wrestling Finland's mega launch, which I will be personally promoting. Uh, and she is one of the absolute standout top wrestlers on the female wrestling circuit in all of Europe in the past 15 years. So we could say uh, the, maybe one of the brightest stars, one of the top five, perhaps, uh, out of Europe in the, in the Y2K era. Wow. 
Yeah, and she is super, super, super talented. I tell you what, if if you're looking for a female pro wrestler who knows how to wrestle uh, pretty much any style, can go up against anybody, have a good match against anybody, uh, who has the look, who has the charisma, hmm. the entire package from head to toe, start to finish. Her name is the, or Portugal's perfect athlete, Shanna. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and she is going to be with us here on Shooting the Shizat this week. She is coming to Helsinki, as I said. She'll be uh, wrestling. It was I, I actually announced the match two days ago on um, social media. But if you go to Instagram.com slash SlamRest, that's S-L-A-M-W-R-E-S, and the same applies to Facebook, Facebook.com slash SlamRest, you will see the graphics for the girls' match on the 22nd of March, and it is Shana against Natalia Markova. Out of Russia, that's uh, Russia's number one female export. Hard hitter. Oh, yeah. Number one hard hitting and and overall yeah. uh, female pro wrestler ever out of Russia and uh, already an 11-year pro, whereas Shana has 15 years, I believe, in the business. And uh, in a women's triple threat match, that's a three-way triple threat, and they will be facing as their opponent, everybody against everybody, Betty Rose out of Gothenburg, Sweden. Now, Betty is the newest addition to, or one of the newest faces on the female wrestling circuit in Europe. Hmm. Have you heard right. of her? I have, uh, mostly actually through uh, through you mm. and uh, checking out uh, the, um, well, Helena Sixth, and uh, she's had some, some matches against um, against her in, in Sweden. And I'm definitely looking forward to that match, almost in particular, because those... Those ladies, in that way, are, you know, getting that Tomb Raider-like Laura Croft, like, you know, badass chick thing down. But they also look good, and they hit harder than many people I've ever seen. So it's this, like, it makes your brain just fly all over the place. It's it's definitely amazing. Did you see that movie Bitch Slap a few few years ago? No, but I think I have to now. Yeah, it's kind of like Russ Meyer... Uh, in the modern era kind of thing, mm. more or less. But anyway, like like uh, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. Like updated. So it's kind of like this. But you got to check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, not a great movie, but very visual. Okay. Yeah. And and it's almost like this match here in Helsinki on the 22nd reminds me of, like j- at least on paper and like graphically, if you look at the girls, it reminds me of Bitch Slap, the movie. Hmm. Which I think is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, anyway, getting back to Betty Rose. Betty Rose now debuted in December, I believe it was 2017. Okay. So she's the youngest of the bunch. and uh, But her background, she's a fetish model. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's... Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, uh, you know, Betty Rose, Betty Page. Remember Betty, yeah. Betty Page back in the day? Of course. Pin-up model? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, Betty Rose does the pin-up thing. Um in Sweden, and uh, sometimes you know with the latex and whatever else, and but nonetheless, I mean she's you know she's she's a good-looking girl and uh, very charismatic. Yeah, very charismatic. So we've got the pinup Punisher, Betty Rose against Shanna, Portugal's perfect athlete, against. Believe it or not, of course you will believe it. Natalia Markova, and we will be back with you on shooting the shizat after a word from our sponsors. 
Get ready for Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch on the 22nd of March, 2019 at the Circus in Helsinki downtown. Top wrestlers from 10 different countries on hand. A hardcore match, a women's triple threat match, singles matches and tag team matches on the menu. Get your tickets now from Ticketmaster.fi and get ready for the biggest international pro wrestling super show ever in the Nordics of Europe. Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch! Estrada Creative Helsinki, your brand and story with the strength of modern marketing. Social media gets your brand and message in your audience's hands, and your story with the boost of marketing and videography is your strongest means of persuasion. That's where Estrada Creative Helsinki gets involved. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Estrada Creative Helsinki. Marco Simonen offers photography and video production for business and marketing. In addition, editorial and portrait work welcome. See marcosimonen.com for more. That's M-A-R-K-O-S-I-M-O-N-E-N.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with you on Shooting the Shiz at this week. And uh, we are so honored to have one of the top female wrestlers ever out of Europe in the past 15 to 20 years. And I would say in the, in the Y2K era, a girl out of Portugal. Her name is Shanna. Shanna, how you doing? Hey, everybody. Wow. Thank you for the, for the introduction. <laughs> I'm honored. Well, the thing is, I mean, you've made quite a career for yourself. You've been a champion all over the place. I mean, so like how many championships have you counted them so far? How many have you held? Well, I think I lost count a little bit, but yeah, I've been, I've been a champion in several, several countries. Uh, my, you know, uh, my biggest pride is to have been a champion in Japan and being the first Portuguese professional wrestler to be a champion in Portugal, in, uh, sorry, in Japan. So, uh, it's quite a big deal for me. Yeah, absolutely. So you started, was it 15 years ago? No, I started 13 years ago. Actually, my training started late 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, I, I did it, it was in wrestling Portugal. I did a, a one month uh, intensive training uh, course. Uh, it was, uh, I believe, in the month of August. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then I didn't do anything with wrestling. I just, I just went, uh, you know, every week to uh, to training sessions over there. But the, the scene in Portugal is very small. Um, it wasn't until two thousand and nine. Uh, that I would be, you know, taking my first step into, uh, you know, traveling abroad and getting training abroad and, 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 you know, and getting my career ahead. So was it, were you on that tour, by the way? I remember I was working for Flesh Gordon in France and it was January of 2009 and we did that like arena tour. There were four different arenas and and, uh, they were like, I think he was co-promoting with a guy that, ran the uh, concerts for, like, Robbie Williams or whatever and people like that. Yeah, like stuff. yeah, yeah. Was it, he, had, what, he had a producer. He had a producer. I can't remember the name of the producer, though. But, uh, yeah, it was the Zenith shows. The, 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 the venues that you're referring to are called the Zenith, which are uh, some of the biggest venues in France. Right. Uh, they hold, like, some of the biggest uh, shows, uh, concerts. They hold a lot of people in it. Uh, I don't know if you remember... 
there were there were a lot of people in those shows. Like I can't I can't I don't know how many, but in in the order of a thousand at least. Well, the thing is, but but you were on that tour, right? That was January two thousand nine. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, who did you work? I think I was, yeah. yeah, who did you work on that tour? Who did you work against? Do you remember? Um. Oh yeah, I I had I think I had a four way a, a four a tag match. It was me and oh I can't remember. I think it was me and a girl called Marine versus. Uh, Miss Agathe and uh, Isabella. Well, so three French girls from You're... wrestling stars. Okay, because I remember there was also a girl from Norway on that tour. Her name was Miss Mina. You remember her? Oh, okay, okay. I think I wasn't in that one. I think that's where I was. It was the, the year after. Okay, all right. Yeah, because maybe, I remember. Maybe, maybe. I don't remember Miss Mina. Right, okay, okay. Because on that tour that I was on, I was wrestling against Chad Collier, who was under the mask as the Metal Master. Oh, wait, yeah, I was in that one. Maybe Flash had a second a second girl match or something like that. Uh, I can't remember fully right now, but yeah, 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 I was on that one. I just can't remember Miss Mina for a reason. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and back then, you remember it was Tom LaRuffa. Before he went to NXT and to Florida, Tom LaRuffa was working against uh, Robert Lakime. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, the, so I that, remember that. So that was that tour, yeah. Yeah, that anyway. Was that tour. I just can't remember Miss Mina. Sorry, Mina. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah, it's been a long time. So that was 2009, you said, was your first year that you, like, really started going abroad and wrestling, like, like in other yeah, countries? Yeah, that, that I actually started exporting and, 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 and traveling in a regular basis uh, to France. So I was, I was kind of exclusive to, to wrestling stars in France until, uh, I believe, August the 16th, um, 2009, when I decided to leave wrestling stars and 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 you know and take my first steps in England uh, for, for wrestling Eve. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Hey Sean, uh, I was. Uh, this is Dylan, the co-host here um, with Starbuck. Hey, really great to having you on. I, I wanted to ask you uh, to start off with here from my side of the table. Anyway, uh, you've wrestled Alpha Female, Gail Kim, and Tony Storm, and like pretty damn good and hard-working athletes and um yes. they of course at least uh, talking from gail kim's point of view or perspective anyway the the time in which she came up in the professional wrestling world was uh, kind of in the bra and panty style match era and she kind of pushed her way to show that uh, super athlete that uh, that the women can be and had some incredible feuds that were uh, as physical as as many other guys, but did you find uh, when you were starting out back in two thousand six, seven, eight, and nine that uh, you had to work harder than everybody just because uh, you were a female and had to show more of a uh, an effort? Or what was it like starting out as a woman's wrestler back then? Um, you know, when I started back then, there were there was. It was way before the women's wrestling revolution, and women were still treated, you know, like less performance than men. Um, and in a way, we are we, we are different. We we do sell something different. But I think at this day and age, we can we are able to show uh, everybody uh, 
that we are as capable athletically, you know, of doing, you know, some of the stuff that men do as well. And I think Gail Kim can be considered one of the the, the pioneers for that because I, I know she 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 fought a lot to, uh, you know, to escape, you know, that that stigma that girls should be divas and girls, you know, can't, you know, perform athletically, you know, as well as men. So yeah, I mean, I wrestled her. She was you know, unbelievably good and, and such, such a professional as well. Uh, you know, I have the utmost respect for her. Yeah, well, the thing is that, uh, tell me, like, some of the, let's say, your favorite opponents in the wrestling business, like, as far as people that are the girls that you meshed with the best in the ring, the ones that you had the best matches with. Let's say, give me about five of them. Who would you say wow. they are? Well, there's, there's loads of them. Um, I had... It had tremendous matches in Japan. Like I, you know, uh, I've had I had uh, excellent matches with with Tony Storm. Like we main evented uh, in uh, Japan uh, for Stardom, um, a show in the Shinjuku Face, and that was one of the best matches I've, I've ever done. Um, another another one from the top of my head is Ami Sakura. Uh, a lot of people still talk about that match because uh, it was it was. Uh, it was a match where when we um, entered the venue, our, our music started and we, we, and we entered uh, the arena. When, as we were, you know, going down the ramp, people were like, I get so emotional because people like the, the crowd were kind of shaming us and, and they were doing racist jokes on Emmy. They were, you know, they were kind of, throwing, like, you know, bad jokes at me, um, you know, curvy jokes at me and stuff like that. So they didn't believe in women's wrestling. But by the end of the match, they were believers, and we made them believers, you know? And that's why that match will always have, like, a will always hold a, a special place in my heart, you know? Mm-hmm. This, um, was, this, was, this was in Shinjuku face? No, no, this one was at AWW in England. Oh, in England, yeah. Because okay, I, I was thinking... With, the one with MS- with the one with Emmy Sakura, we, we had a standing ovation uh, wow. by the end of the match. But at, in the beginning of the match, they were doing racist jokes and laughing and, and, and basically treating us like clowns. But that, that's, that's why I take a lot of pride in that match because we did make, make all of them believers and, did, and, and they got off, you know, off their seats. So you know, mission accomplished, I guess. <laughs> does that does that kind of um, treatment from the fans, I mean, does it give you that kind of drive to prove them wrong, or does it does it set your, you know, that pit of your stomach feeling that your stomach kind of drops out? <laughs> no, it, 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 it motivates me. I just want to prove them all wrong. But, you know, uh, this was this was a few years ago. This was back in 2014, I think. Uh, right now, uh, right now it's not it's not the same. Like women are perceived differently than you know three or four years ago uh, as performers. Uh, so right now we because there's so much competition, our motivation that's one another, you know, because <laughs> the competition's getting fierce. Mm-hmm. So just say that the, the, the line that you said a second ago, we just had a blackout, our, our signal. So just say the uh, last line you said there. Oh, um, 
what I was saying was that um, the, the it, it's not so much uh, the motivation doesn't come out of the negativity ne negativity from the fans because in this day and age with the women's wrestling revolution they're way more uh, supportive of women's wrestling. Uh -huh. Right now things kind of shifted and it's all about proving ourselves that we can do it, that we can get better. And, and and that we can do better than you know other of our co coworkers. You know, it's like it's a, it's a it's it's tough competition. Right. So, by the way, in today's era, I, I this is like actually a question that I often ask uh, different guys, and no, I, I, I haven't asked the girls yet. But the thing is that because WWE uh, tends to call their superstars they don't call them pro wrestlers anymore they call them either sports entertainers or they call them just entertainers or they call them superstars yeah. and the thing is that me myself i mean i come from a very like the old school approach i've been now been in the business for like 25 years on top and uh and the thing is that like i don't consider myself to be an entertainer i i really don't i consider myself to be a professional wrestler that when when i tell people exactly. what i yeah, and, I'm, and, I'm exactly the same. and the thing is that what my question to you was going to be that uh, when people when you talk to people and when when uh, you describe yourself. So if you were to tell somebody who's not a wrestling fan, what are you? Are you a sports entertainer? Are you a professional wrestler? What are you? I, I describe myself as a professional wrestler. Yeah. What what do you think the, the difference is between being a professional wrestler and a sports entertainer? Wow, um, that's that's a hard one <laughs> because uh, I mean there's a, there's a big difference between what I do in house shows and in the indies and what someone does when they're on TV. It's different. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think being an entertainer means being in the eye of the public on TV. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, to me, mm -hmm. uh, they're still, you know, they're still athletes, but they, they're doing a type of entertainment. Uh, I am doing another type of entertainment as well, uh, and it goes hand in hand with theirs, but I, I just, I consider myself more of an athlete because the, I have more creative liberty of what I do mm -hmm. when I, I'm, at, I'm at a show. So, you know, I can be as performant as I want. I can do whatever, you know, moves or, uh, you know, um, flips or whatever I, whatever I want to do. Uh, where, whereas they follow a script. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this, if this, if this makes sense, but it's just how I see it. People will, will perceive it differently. Right. Yeah, it's like gauging the crowd reaction instead of just doing the next next thing on the yeah, list. The next thing or, or repeating if it didn't go accordingly to the script and getting it on camera. You know? Yeah, right. That's more. That's like that's what I feel is entertaining. It's a different type of entertainment that we do. Us has to be. It's there. It's live. We have to nail it, and you know, and leave no doubt to the crowd uh, that it. You know that it was, you know, a full-on match with two people trying to win, uh, regardless of it being still being predetermined. Yeah. So when you started out uh, or had the idea of getting trained and going to a, a wrestling school, did you look up up to any women or and uh, did you have any um, 
male wrestlers that you really kind of wanted to emulate as well? Oh, uh, well, um, I, I've always been a big fan of uh, Sarah Scott. Back in the day, back in the day, not so much anymore, but yeah, back, back in the day, uh, she was my biggest inspiration as female wrestler. So who, um, sorry, sorry, who did you say? The Sarah Stock. She was Sarita in TNA. Now she's a producer in WWE. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, right. So, so yeah, I try. I was. I used to watch her matches and, and try to emulate her, you know, athletic prowess. Mm-hmm. And I was a big fan of her persona as well. It, you know, it was it was it was kind of my style. And um, but yeah, as far as men go, I like I really look up to Kenny Omega for a bunch of different reasons. Um, to a you know to a personal and professional level, uh, he's he's one of he's, I think he's the top guy that I that I really really respect and would be when I grow up in the wrestling business because I still have much to do. Yeah, of course. I remember you know speaking of Kenny, by the way, I, when I debuted in uh, Japan in 2010, and uh, it was the summer, it was July in 2010, uh, and I wrestled Tajiri. I took back the FCF championship there. And and uh, after the matches, we went out in Shinjuku, and Kenny was with me. And, <laughs> you know, in, in Shinjuku especially, they have these black guys who are trying to hustle you to get into the clubs, you know, into the sex clubs and all that. You know you know those, right? You, wow. Yeah, and, and, and Kenny, as soon as he saw these black guys coming my way, he told them to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so so Kenny was my Kenny was my guardian angel. He was looking over my over my shoulder on my first tour of Japan. It sounds like you you he, he is a nice he is a nice person. He's so as I said, to a personal level and to a professional level, he's he's a he's a he's a he's one of he's he's a perfect role model. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he, he's the example of someone who follows his heart and you know and does his best. To you know, to you know, get better than himself every single day. So that's that's what I want to do. That's what, that's what I want to be. Well, that's really great motivation, and I think that's kind of a lesson that uh, a lot of people uh, need to hear and also need to take under their belt as well. But um, also, I mean, when you were growing up, uh, watching wrestling as a kid, or did you? And uh, or when did you get into wrestling? And, and was there something that hooked you in, uh, I guess, to give you this life that you've that you've led so far? Um, I I used to watch with my dad, uh, and I, I remember being a big fan of uh, Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, watching and seeing you know Hulk Hogan and all the all of the WWF, but I. I was a I was a I was a child and I didn't really understand much of it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'd say I'd say I remember a lot of Ronnie Roddy Piper. All right, that's a great. <laughs> that's definitely something to pull you in. So, by the way, Shauna, um, I'm th- I'm just wondering, in your opinion, now that women's wrestling has become a mainstream thing, and WWE is really pushing hard for the for the women's uh, wrestling revolution and whatnot, um, what do you think was the turning point? What like what was the thing that made women's wrestling uh, take that head turn? And, and actually, like, change its course, like, in the last few years now? What is the, what would you see as being the pivotal turning point? I think people 
will say it was WWE, but I just think I think WWE jumped on the bandwagon, to be honest. But who do you think in particular? Like what? What product? What? What company? Which wrestlers? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I, I I think it I think it naturally occurred. This is just my opinion, but I think it naturally occurred uh, in the in the Indies. Uh, you know, with the increased increased amount of uh, of uh, all female wrestling shows and 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 girls stepping up their game. So I think I think it was a gradual thing. It didn't happen like overnight. Uh, this is just my opinion on it. Again, mm-hmm. but I, this is this is what I believe in. It didn't happen overnight. It's just the increasingly amount of, sh- of all female shows, the success, the fans getting more and more into it. So I think this is this is how it happened. It, to me, there was no turning point. It was a gradual transformation. The thing is, I remember I was working for Tajiri uh, for his company Smash in 2010, 2011, 2012, and whatnot. And uh, during that time, Tajiri was, I believe, the only booker in all of Japan, like in the entire country, that would try to push the woman's wrestling on his shows uh, because he was using Kana, who now wrestles as, as uh, Asuka in WWE. Yeah. And, and he was using also, uh, he had just trained uh, Suri Kondo, and Suri now fights for UFC, and she's got one more, I think, one more match on her contract. Uh, but yeah. anyway, the, and, and Suri had this wicked feud back in 2010, 2011 with Kana, uh, a.k.a. Asuka. And the thing is that those matches were so damn hard-hitting. Those girls would kick the living crap out of each other. I mean, just literally just lace into each other. And and I remember the, the, the shows. I mean, I was on some of those shows in, in Koraku and Hall with them and uh, also at Shinjuku Face and stuff. And you could see then that those girls wanted it so bad, like they believed in what they were doing so much that you couldn't help but respect it. And I kind of have this feeling, and I might be wrong, but I think I might be right, actually, in, in that I think the, the one big contributing factor to women's wrestling around the world getting hot is Japan. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think some of the best wrestling comes from Japan. And... and even from my own experience, after coming back from Japan, uh, I feel like I'm uh, a, a, a way better wrestler than I was before. Yeah. So I, I agree with you on that. Because the thing is, I think because we live in this internet age of of YouTube and of Daily Motion and and uh, the torrent sites where you can like before you know you'd tear down your wrestling matches off the torrent sites and stuff like that, and. Uh, I think that was the thing that kind of like put different styles of wrestling on the map and and made people aware of of these different things. And I think that's like really the the in my view at least was like one of the major turning points for women's pro wrestling. But it's funny, but when I'm looking at like the American scene, because now nowadays you've got WOW. So wow. So this is like David McLean, the guy who used to run Glow back in the day. Now he's got this new company. You've probably heard of it. Wow, Woman of Wrestling, right? And uh, he's got yeah. he's got Tessa Blanchard wrestling there, and he's got uh, uh, Santana Garrett, um, and he's got some other girls and whatnot. Uh, and and it's it's a really high end product. Like it really looks slick. And um, then on top of that, 
You've got a girl like Tessa Blanchard who's just like she's as good as good gets. I think out of all the girls out of out of America, out of like North America today, I don't think there's a single American female wrestler uh, who has got like from top to bottom uh, has got her stuff together like Tessa Blanchard does. I mean, what's your opinion on that? Agree on that. Uh, there's there's a lot of really good talent in the United, United States. You, you're talking about unsigned talent, right? Um, yeah, I'm saying like outside yeah. of WWE, but even I would say like if I were to compare uh, Tessa and the way that she wrestles, and let's say just alone her punches, I've never seen a girl punch as credibly and as well as Tessa. Like when she mounts, she, she did. Yeah, like when she, she mounts she another really girl. Good. Yeah. Yeah, she got really good in a, in a very short amount of time, and that's we, we got to give it to her. Like mm-hmm. uh, she did work hard, um, and was it had and was surrounded with really good people with a lot of experience in the wrestling business, and you know, uh, and her dad as well. You know, uh, it's she was she was nurtured. To mm-hmm. become like she is, who she is right now, because you know of having the right people mm-hmm. around her, mm-hmm. teaching her how to punch like that and all that. So she was very lucky, but also very hardworking. Oh and, yeah! Um, oh yeah! Yeah. So yeah, she's she's one of the very best in the world. But and it's a shame that we're having this conversation right now and not a, a few months ago, because uh, I could have I could have said easily Mia Yim to be. To me, one of the the top, the very best in the world, even better than Tessa Blanchard. Really, uh, she is now signed, though. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I've seen Mia Yim now on NXT, and I'm so underwhelmed. I'll be honest with you, I'm underwhelmed. I'm, I'm not, I'm not convinced at all. Well, I, I don't, I don't know what's up and what they do in NXT. I'm not in it. I don't, I don't know how conditioned they are to do certain things, and mm. and. You know, I know from I know from experience what what we were told in in, in tryouts mm-hmm. that what we could and couldn't do. So I, my belief is that they are also because they have agents with them when they prepare their matches. So I, I think they're I think in, they're kind of limited in some way. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, as well because I remember like in in and the, the fans in England still remember for Southside wrestling. Uh, I had. A singles match against her, and it was it was match of the night. It was it was a fantastic match. Such a such a great worker. Mm-hmm. Um, she is she is amazing. So I'm I'm saying this out of my own experience, what I see and what people around me say as well. Right. Um, not saying that Tessa is not you know not good. She's fantastic as well. But to me, I think Mia is up there. You know. All right. And speaking of, uh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> top female wrestlers in the world right now do you have a dream opponent that uh actually i guess we could we could say it could be an intergender thing but um but do you have a dream opponent that you, <laughs> that you uh kind of uh are itching itching at getting getting your hands on well since intergender intergender wrestling is, is getting so big right now uh, my list has gotten, it's gotten bigger. <laughs> I, I definitely want to wrestle Joey Ryan again. Because okay. um, we had, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we had a lot of fun. I have a lot. I have millions of views on that match on my YouTube channel. Um, 
because it was it was a very fun and entertaining match. So I want to I want to have that again. Obviously, I would I would I would I would love to to, to wrestle Kenny Omega. Um, I've already wrestled Paul Bunsen. It was he was on my list. Uh, it was a fantastic surprise from Kamikaze Pro. Um, so yeah, I don't know who else. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Maybe ah, uh, there's so so many so good. I'm actually I'm teaming up with Sima, who was also on my list. Um, March the second. So you, you see, it's happening. My dreams, <laughs> my dreams are coming true one by one. <laughs> by the way, where are you wrestling with Sima? Um, I am wrestling at Southside Wrestling in uh, the UK. Okay, so Seema's there? Yes. Okay, cool, cool, nice. Yeah, actually, because I know that Seema now is running uh, China. He's got his Oriental Wrestling Entertainment promotion in China. Yes, he does. Yes, yeah. he does. The, the market in China is huge, so yeah. he, he, it, was, it was a good move for him. Nice. Yeah, but uh, so let's say out of all the girls right now in WWE, and I'm sure that, I mean, all of us in the business, we, we'd be crazy if we didn't follow the industry leader because the thing is that, I mean, they're the ones that set the pace for everybody else, more or less, because that's the most relevant mirror of our business to the world at large. Uh, so in WWE, of all the girls there, Give me your top three or four or five. Wow. Um, I would have... I teamed up with her in Japan with Kairi Sane. Yeah. Uh, but we never wrestled each other in a singles match. And I think that's, like, that's right up there with my dream matches uh, to happen one day, I hope. Um, another one is Asuka. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a lot of Japanese names because I love Japanese wrestling and I have the utmost respect and I think they're some of the best in the world. So <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say no to another match against Io Shirai. Um, uh, who else in in NXT again? Mia Yim. I would I would wrestle her and another girl that I I didn't wrestle. Uh, I didn't have the chance to wrestle. And then she got signed. It was Ember Moon. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ember Moon is fantastic. What an athlete. She was, she was good back then, and she is just breathtaking. She's, I watch her matches, and I just, I just I can't help but wonder like, if, if we're going to wrestle one day. Because that was, I think it would be one of the best matches in my life. Yeah, absolutely. So, by the way, so we, we've got you coming now to Finland on March 22nd. So, in about six weeks' time, you'll be coming to Finland for Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch, which is uh, my big show here in Helsinki. And uh, we've got you uh, in a girls' three-way match, so a triple threat match against Natalia Markova of Russia and against Betty Rose out of Sweden. So it's going to be great to have you here in Finland. You're going to be able to show all the Finnish wrestling fans and the people that come and buy a ticket that night why you are one of the top female wrestlers in Europe today. How do you feel about that? Well, I'm I'm excited. It's been years since my last time in Finland, and I just I just want to show, you know, the, the Finnish fans just just, you know, just how good I got after all these years and and i want to put on a spectacle well that's great that's because the thing is i i'm sure that that people are going to want to see you because i'll tell you what i mean it's uh 
with with women's wrestling, especially when you've got the package together, that's the one thing that I think that, like, uh, as a matchmaker and as as a company owner, that I that I look for at least in the talent that I uh, that I want to put out there, is that uh, Lance Storm, my old coach, once said that to to even have a chance in pro wrestling, you need three things: you need the look, that means your visage, your face, your body, and your gimmick, whatever that might be, the way that you dress and your gear. Uh, you need the talent, which means your actual in-ring skills, and you need the charisma. And uh, yeah, and every one of you three girls in this uh, women's triple threat match on uh, March 22nd, you've got all three elements. And that's the thing. That's where I think the magic happens when you bring together talents that have all these three areas together uh, and you put them against each other. Uh, that's where the actual magic takes place. So wh- you've you've wrestled Natalia Markova before. She's the number one wrestler out of uh, the number one export, female export in pro wrestling out of Russia. What are your experiences uh, wrestling Natalia? Um, I I know Natalia very very well. She is uh, she's a go getter. She's she's a she has a very strong personality, a very strong physique, and she. She she really gives it all in the ring. So I, I'm I'm not expecting less from her in this in this show. I, I'm actually expecting her to, you know, just give two hundred percent. She's she, she's I, I'm at loss of words. She's, she's incredible. She's she she's she's really good. She's got again. She's got the look. She's got the charisma. And she's got the technique. So uh, I love my I love measuring myself against the those type of talent. <laughs> well, I, I might uh, I might th- try to throw my hat in the ring and be the referee for that match because I I got to ref uh, Natalia and Helena Sixth out of Sweden uh, in the kind of inaugural uh, Underground Slam uh, event, and that was one of the hardest hitting matches I had seen close up in a really long long time. So. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be really amazing to see you three mix it up, and um, I'm sure there is going to be some bruises after this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Uh, what's your name, Betty? Betty Rose. Betty Rose. Betty Rose. I haven't heard a lot of uh, a lot about this uh, this girl. You know, there's a lot of up and coming, promising talent. So I'm also expecting her to. You know, to give it her all, given that she she will be in the ring with me and she will be in the ring with Natalia, so... Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> yeah, the thing is that she's going to have the biggest pressure on her shoulders to produce because the thing is that that's going to be her biggest profile match to date. And uh, and that's like, wow. well, you, you got to step up. I remember, you know, we've all been in those situations where you're in that big match environment. And, you know, you haven't wrestled uh, somebody on this level yet. And then you step into the ring against them for the first time, and it's like you got those butterflies. Your stomach is a mess. You're, you're you know, you you got the chills. You've got the the shakes and everything. And you know, you got you can't you can't fall flat on your face now. Otherwise, you're going to lose everything. And I think that that's where that's kind of like where Betty Rose stands in this match against you and Natalia on March 22nd. She's got to produce and she's got to step it up. Otherwise, man, you guys, you, you I don't want to see you uh, eat her alive in that way because I want. I, <laughs> I want to see a competitive match, but I'll tell you what, she's a tough girl, you know. And um, so I think that's going to be a very... A, 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 I hope so. I yeah. hope so. Uh, as I said, she better bring it or she will be eaten alive. <laughs> Absolutely. And the thing is that, uh, 
yeah, so that's the number one match now that's been uh, been announced for this big big show on the 22nd of March, and um, and uh, we're definitely looking forward to you coming and and uh, showing everybody what the best female wrestling out there, the best professional wrestling amongst women today, what it is as a product. And I think that you guys can produce. No pressure, though. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel pressured. I bring it every single time. Well, Every uh, single time. That's good. And by the way, did I understand correctly that you've got a championship right now? Was was this Southside promotion in... uh, was it in, yeah, in, in England? I, I, I became uh, Queen of Southside in November last year uh-huh. um, for, for Southside Wrestling in the UK, which is, Southside Wrestling is one of the biggest companies in the UK and one of the companies that runs the most shows throughout the year uh, with high-profile matches throughout their shows. So they, they have a lot of really uh, high-profile guests on their shows. Uh, as well as uh, the, the the best talent in the UK has to offer in Europe as well. So uh, it's not just some company; it's one of the biggest companies in the UK. So it it makes it, which makes it one of the biggest titles in the UK. Oh, nice! Uh, the biggest mountain titles in the UK. So yes, yeah. and I'm willing to put it on the line wherever I go. So if these two chicks are all, like, if they want it, come get it. So are you actually saying that you'd be willing to put that Queen of Southside title on the line in Helsinki? Well, I, I'm pretty confident that I can beat Natalia Markova again uh, <laughs> since I'm here in Turkey uh, last year as well. So Betty Rose, she's, she may be a nothing-coming, very bright, talented, tough girl. But as I said, I've got 13 years of experience. I've been in the ring with some of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not afraid of her. Well, I'll tell you what, Natalia. So, yeah, and and this and this would be a fantastic opportunity to 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 add another title defense in another company, making this title an international title. Wow! It has been defended in Ireland and France already. Really? Well, the the thing is that uh, well, if if you're putting the title, if you're willing to put the title up, and if Southside gives you their blessing to come to Finland and and to defend that title, do you have that freedom to actually like uh, to defend it wherever you want? Yes, I do. Well, yes, th- I do. well, then then as as the matchmaker uh, here in Slam Wrestling in Finland, I'll tell you what I. I uh, I'll take your I'll take you up on your offer right here and right now right on this podcast. We'll have you defend the Southside Queen of Southside Southside title against Natalia and against Betty Rose. But I got to tell you something, uh, Natalia, she's undefeated in Finland, by the way. Oh wow! Okay, well, it just adds more interest to it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but hey, it's it's been great having you on the podcast here, shooting the shiz out with us this week on uh, on our podcast, and uh, we can't wait to have you, Shauna, here in Finland on March twenty second. The the fans are in for a treat. I know this firsthand because I've been with you on these different wrestling cards around Europe, and I know for a fact that you're one of the best out there. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited and even more so uh, putting my tunnel on the line. So challenge accepted. Already, Shauna. So God bless you. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll catch up with you and see you, you on March. See you on March 22nd. Bye-bye. See you then. Bye-bye. Skip is the oldest sports supplement brand out of Europe since the 1970s. 
engineered by professors, doctors, and scientists at Sweden's leading medical university, Karolinska Institute, Skip products are pharmaceutical grade, meaning that they are the highest quality available on the market today. Meaning they work. If you're after results, you wouldn't put low-octane gas in a turbocharged high-end sports car engine, would you? Neither would you put junk-quality supplements into your body as an athlete. All Skip products are first tested amongst top athletes to ensure their efficiency. Choose the best. Skip Nutrition. That's skip.fi. S-K-I-P dot F-I. Red Skull Hot Sauce. Fiery sauce focused on flavor. Made by a Canadian in Helsinki. Awesome sauce in a sweet-ass skull bottle. That's Red Skull Hot Sauce. R-E-D-D Skull Hot Sauce. On Facebook and Instagram. Are you looking to boost your social media game to the next level? Then go to at Earl Creative Media on Facebook and Instagram for an affordable, professional, creative content provider that can suit your needs. That's Earl Creative Media on Facebook and Instagram. Well, that was Shana from Portugal. Yeah. That was Portugal's perfect athlete. So I'm, we're talking about... Uh, have you seen her wrestle before, by the way? I've seen some some YouTube clips, and I'm I'm impressed already. And just yeah. uh, even doing the, the small amount of research uh, just pops up some amazing opponents. So if she's been pitted against the likes of Gail, Kim, Tony Storm, that alpha female, mm-hmm. those those names are, that's class right there. And, yeah. that's, and then that's also an Japan. Her well, matches in Japan, man. Yeah, and she's held a, a belt up there or over there anyway, mm-hmm. as far as I, I saw there. And now that she's this, is it the South Queen of South Side? That's right. That, Queen, it, that, Queen of South Side. And it announced right here. That's right. right. This is going to be a championship match. In Helsinki on the, on March 22nd. That's going to be huge. Huge, huge, huge. Six, we- six weeks literally away right now. Can you believe that? Six weeks? I can't, actually. It's starting to make me nervous. Jumping <laughs> Jehoshaphat. Yeah, no kidding. But nonetheless, uh, so, yeah, with the women's wrestling revolution, so to speak, as the, as the WWE at least has coined it, getting super hot, we have to consider the other standout talents in the wrestling world right now. It's true. The girls that are up and coming. I met a girl this past uh, autumn. I was wrestling in Germany. For Sounds deep... like a song. You're about to break into a song. Yeah, that's right. I met yeah. a girl yeah. this past autumn. That's uh, maybe, how it would go. Maybe, with... maybe. Yeah. Maybe in, in your band, uh, uh, now the name flew out of my head, the uh, Sodom band. Uh, Angel of Sodom? Angel of Sodom, yeah. That would no, be... we, we don't sing melodic like that. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, a girl called Sadie Gibbs. I, I'll tell you. Yes. Man, oh man. We're talking about a girl. She's 26 years old, out of England. Uh, she... At 16, was a gymnast, a competitive gymnast, and now she's a CrossFit athlete and also CrossFit trainer. Uh, super strong. Like, for a girl, man, she is strong as fuck. Yeah, as and, she's as she's at could get. Yeah, or, absolutely. I've seen her do some, some squats that... Uh, most most dudes get terrified of. And yeah. She, and she doesn't look like a, a bodybuilder. She looks like a super ridiculously fit yeah. chick. Yeah. But, uh, man, is she strong. Yeah, and the thing is, like, she, she was in, I think, was it uh, physique, wo- woman's physique or whatever, one of those 
girls bodybuilding contest kind of things uh, a while ago. Um, but anyway, now now she's focusing on pro wrestling in addition to her uh, crossfitting. And um, yeah, I'll tell you what. If there's a girl who could be coined the queen of flips, hmm. that's her. Yeah. When you see her vaulting and flipping like out of the ring and doing these corkscrews on, on top of the other girls at ringside, man, you've never seen a girl like greased lightning. Yeah. I mean, when she sets off, it's like a rocket. It's Im- it's really impressive. It's super impressive. I mean, like, ga- I'm telling you, what, Sadie Gibbs, remember the name. I swear I'm going to do everything I can to bring her to Finland for slam wrestling. Good on you. Yeah, and, and she's she's 26 now. Uh, like I said, at 16, she was a competitive gymnast, and, and she's going to be something in the wrestling business. She's been wrestling just for over one year now. When you watch her, you can't believe it. She's gotten so good so fast. Pit her up against Shauna there. Yeah, That's put her be... up against Shauna. That would be a hell of a match. Yeah. Well, probably Oof. anybody. Either one of those could go up against anybody and burn the house down, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, well... How about you, Dylan? I mean, like, of all the girls that you've seen in the wrestling world in, let's say, the past five years, who stands out? Well, you know, I was going to say Sadie Gibbs, but you stole it from me. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, uh, geez, you know, there's quite a lot out there. I mean, the stardom has has them all. Of course, Sadie Gibbs was just over in in stardom, and and, uh, Shauna was over there as well, and Tony Storm, uh, she I guess she's just signed with NXT UK. Is that what I've she's heard? She's the champion. She's just signed. Yeah. What am I talking what about? What are you talking I about? i got to start watching this stuff. <laughs> start watching, bro. Yeah. I mean, uh, but <laughs> but anyway, uh, she wrestled. Uh, Tony Storm had wrestled for um, FCF Wrestling when I first, I guess, had uh, anything to do with the company. It was at the Televisota, the Winter War 10, was it? Or no, it was... Uh, 2016 yeah something like mm-hmm. that so yeah. um that was the that was a cool match um against regina and i think that um uh definitely instilled a lot of i guess um wrestling knowledge on the women's but, uh, side over another here. name that that comes to mind is this eva less from puerto you know. rico yes that is an impressive athlete and pro wrestler all all over the place. I like mean, super athlete. Once yeah. again, once again, just like Sadie Gibbs. It's could, true. Could you imagine Sadie Gibbs against Eva Less? No, I couldn't imagine it because it sounds like uh, people's heads would explode. That's like a dream match all of a sudden right there. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, if, he, if anybody understands anything about pro wrestling and about physical athletic prowess and about actual, how could you say, promise, um, the promise that somebody holds within themselves and and their ability and their potential. When you put two, I would say like bastions of potential against each other in that kind of environment, just trying to outdo each other. The exactly. Whole time. Well, I got to sign that for Slam Wrestling Finland. Sign it up. Sign Jeez. it up. Jump and Jim. But nonetheless, um, other girls that have caught my eye, besides Tessa Blanchard, Tully Blanchard's daughter, and uh, Tully, of course, one of the original Four Horsemen. I always loved Tully. When I was younger, I used to pattern a lot of what I did after Tully. Mm. I did. I, I love yeah. Tully Blanchard. Even to this day, I love Tully. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, that's not a bad guy to to uh, base yourself on in any way. As a heel, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Tully, he didn't hardly do squat, like, uh, offensively in the ring. It's like he almost backpedaled all the way. He's, mm. he's, and, and he didn't do anything fancy, but he always had these damn good matches. Yeah, yeah. Right? 
Something to really like study and uh, take home the lessons learned. Tully Blanchard for all you young ones out there in the wrestling business. Mm. Well, nonetheless, uh, on top of that, I would say like the actual standouts nowadays. WWE, they've got quite a few of them. Lacey Evans, I love. Yeah, they scooped him up. Yeah, I love Lacey Evans, man. You nasties. Yeah, and I, uh, I'll say that Ember Moon, I know she's not on the outside anymore, but uh, she she's really impressive. I like the look and the whole gimmick going on there is, uh, and she p- pulls it off, at least for me anyway, quite well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other girls around the world, I'll tell you what, I mean, the UK has a whole bunch of them, mm. like a lot of really good female wrestlers. Yeah. Um, one of my old friends here in Europe, uh, let's say about 10 plus years ago, she was the number one wrestler in Europe on the female side. And her name is Wesna, Wesna right. Busick. Yeah. From Croatia, currently living in Germany. And, uh, yeah, she became a mom a while ago, and uh, she took a few years off to raise her kid and do the mom thing. And then right she on. came back to wrestling. Yeah. And, uh, but, none the, yeah, I actually saw Shauna against Wesna in 2017. It was in October. I was wrestling at the Schutzenplatz, mm. the, the legendary Schutzenplatz. In uh, Hanover, Germany. And uh, that's the place where they used to have these, like, what, 70 to 100-day whatever tournaments back in Otto Wanz's era uh, for CWA. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, she was on that card. So Shana against uh, Wesna, and that was a really damn good match. One of the best European female matches that I've seen in a long, long time. Wow. But nonetheless, uh, on top of that, we're talking about, uh, give me some other names. Well, you know, it just, uh, I don't know why, I guess we mentioned it earlier on, so, but uh, that Helena Sixth, I, I really like what she does. She's got a great attitude. Yeah, and I think that she she is a really hard worker. Yeah. She, she is a really good learner. Yep. Very good student, uh, and uh, she is just like, she like has that sponge, um, I guess, uh, personality where where when she goes into like say a clinic or some kind of any kind of training mm-hmm. she is just like eyes wide open just sucking that information into her head and she wants it yeah and she and she really criticizes herself and her and her uh, her wrestling in a, in a healthy way mm-hmm. you know she doesn't get depressed well i mean i don't know inside her brain but at least what i've talked to her she she doesn't beat herself down she she inspires herself and um and she just gets better yeah and um and i think that uh her uh and then betty rose mm-hmm. over there in sweden they they I are frick. yeah and and mm-hmm. they're just like uh starting it up and and they are making sure and, and inspiring young young women or girls to get into into pro wrestling and i think it's all all just great and so. I, well, I'll tell you some other ones that I think that also I, I've been pretty impressed with over the years. I think uh, Miss Mina from mm. Norway, she's been really good. Um, there's a girl over in uh, in Russia, also another girl. Her name is Casey. Okay, and I she, never heard of her. Yeah, yeah, she's the uh, women's champion in Singapore right now. Okay, well, she's doing something right. Yeah, now. and she's got a brown belt in karate. Hmm. And her kicks, when we were talking about Asuka's kicks and Siri's kicks. A while ago, but man, I tell you what, oof, you got to see this girl kick. All right, yeah, well, nasty, bring, nasty. Bring her over. Yeah, I'm looking at some point to bring her over for sure. Nonetheless, uh, so this week here on shooting the shoes at, we've been covering the women's wrestling revolution. We can't 
cover this topic without finishing up this week, talking about the big women's match for WrestleMania this year, which will be Ronda Rousey up against the man, the Becky man. Lynch. Yes. I never thought I'd come to, uh, to come to see the day that they called a woman in a positive light the man. Well, I, I like the gimmick. Uh, I like the whole idea behind it. Um and cause I think it's because she pulls it off really well. I guess it's a really dangerous territory to go in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it works. Well, the thing is, did you see, like, did you catch it this past week on no, Raw and SmackDown? I did not. Well, first, on Raw, she beats up Stephanie. Okay. And then, Going in the on right Tuesday, direction. she beats up Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, I don't know where a, they're going with this. but Pulling a Nia Jax, uh, apparently injuring that yeah. uh, R-Truth there on the way in to that Royal Rumble. But uh, maybe that's just a rumor. Yeah, and then we've got uh, Asuka. She's got to have another one of those big matches at WrestleMania, I'm sure. I'm not quite sure if it's going to be against Charlotte or against somebody else. But I swear Charlotte Flair's got to be up there in one of the main matches, too. So I'm I'm kind of banking on maybe a woman's triple threat, maybe on the huh. other side. It's going to be maybe Charlotte against Asuka against somebody, maybe. Or then a rematch from last year, maybe Charlotte against Asuka. Part two. Part two. Maybe this time it's time for Asuka to take that baby home. Hey, why not? I don't know. I don't know. Because... As Vince McMahon used to say, anything can happen in the WWF. <laughs> Take the E out. Get the E out. Now it's the WWE. But nonetheless, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for shooting the shiz out with us. We had a great time with Shauna from Portugal. You get your tickets now through Ticketmaster.fi for Slam Wrestling Finland Mega Launch on March 22nd. We're just a shy six weeks away from the biggest international professional wrestling super show ever to hit the Nordics. So... We're signing off with you. We're going to be back with you next week. Dylan, close it up. Well, I just want to say that, uh, yeah, get your tickets for Slam before they are gone because this show already, just with one match announced, it's now turned into a championship match, a triple threat, a three-way women's match with the top women in Europe, possibly the world. That is going to literally knock you on your feet so Not on your feet, on your ass. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Off your feet and onto your ass. That's what I should And plus, said. the Queen of Southside. That's right. The title is coming to Helsinki. That's that's pretty insane. So, I mean, I'm I'm a little bit mind-blown or mind-blasted at the moment. So, But I'd like for everybody to engage with us in some conversations, like on Instagram. Uh, you can find us at shooting the shizat on Instagram. You can definitely harass the big old Starbuck here on all kinds of social medias. He's everywhere, so get on his case. Tell him what dream matches you'd like to see in Finland and where you'd like to pull him to take him around the world. And tell us off in some way. You can be you can be mad at us. I, I don't mind. Those kind of comments are always fun. So let's hear from you. Like, share, and subscribe to all of our Wonderful stuff. Slam Wrestling Finland and shooting the shiz at. Thank you very much. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 